0: Welcome to the Beauty and Battle podcast, where we talk about winning in marriage by waging a war. I'm Jason Benham. I've got my girlfriend slash wife, Tori Benham, with me, and we are here to talk to you about how Satan tries to get you to fight face-to-face with your spouse, but God designed you to fight shoulder-to-shoulder against Satan so that you can win in your marriage. Fighting together draws you together. We cannot wait to jump in, so here we go. So today we're talking about overcoming Christmas chaos. This is our first podcast in the month of December, and I have very bad news. What's that? In exactly one month, on January 2nd, every year, divorce attorneys and marriage counselors are overwhelmed with new business. Really? And and those in the know, those who are divorce attorneys and marriage counselors in the know, they refer to January as divorce month oh, because wow. the chaos of the holidays puts added stress on unstable relationships. Mm. But what Tori and I are here to tell you is that December can be a time to create healthy marriage habits that heal your marriage in the midst of the mess. I love it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get going, we have an epic song for you. We do. Tori okay. picked it out just for you.
1: Yes. Jason and I were sitting in our kitchen discussing what is a really good love song. And we both agree that Brian Adams, When You Love Someone. Oh. Isn't it, it so good? It
0: might be one of our favorite love songs of all time
1: okay you guys want a little teaser here it comes
0: He has the most epic voice of all time.
1: He really does. That is, wow! Do I sound muffled? Screams
0: nineteen. No, what was it? It was uh, Summer of '69. Yeah, that that song, The Summer of '69. Man, oh my gosh! Oh yeah,
1: that his, his Brian Adams,
0: awesome. That that voice screams nineteen eighties.
1: Um. So it was funny. We were just sitting in the kitchen, and I played this teaser, and we were like all. Closing our eyes, listening to the words, and I opened my eyes, and Jason has this big chunk of egg in oh. his beard. I was like, "Oh, babe, yeah, well, you <laughs> got
0: to give him context. What What was the egg doing there? It's because she wanted to listen to that song at the same time that I was uh, eating food. I was eating eggs, like yeah. an egg casserole that she had made. So she closes her eyes. She's listening to this song. She looks up. She goes, "Oh, oh, you've got just, egg. It kind of ruined the
1: moment, but you know, it also brought us." A good laugh.
0: I mean, our daughter was sitting right there, and it wasn't like that moment was really going to go anywhere.
1: I wasn't saying that. That's that's not that does not. <laughs> that's where my brain's going. Moment.
0: That's where my brain's going. So. Now, uh, Tori and I just got done doing a, a marriage intensive at Beauty and Battle. We do a couple of those a year, and we just got done doing a two-day marriage intensive where we brought a couple into our home. They stayed in our guest suite off of our garage, and we had the best time with Travis really so and fun. Stacy. And what was really cool about that um, is that they're both dog trainers. Now, Travis also has an investment fund, but she owns a dog training business, and they were training our little dog, Rocky. Mm-hmm. And man, he was just so cute. And that actually has nothing to do with what (laughs) I want to talk about today.
1: (laughs) But if if, what's a podcast if we're not talking about Rocky?
0: Yeah, everybody loves Rocky. (laughs) But there's nobody that's come over here for a marriage intensive or marriage counseling or coaching that that hasn't fallen in love with our dog. But the problem is, is that we've never really trained our dog.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, he can be a little overbearing. So I don't know that everyone falls in love with
0: He's like, what do you think? He's 80 pounds now? 75 pounds? It's probably a little too big. But he's He's
1: easy and a few too many um, leftover eggs.
0: Yes. Oh, lots of that. Uh, Bernice Mountain Dog mixed with Australian Shepherd. And he'll come up and he'll literally grab his paw and just put it on my lap and just keep like pulling. He'll put his Mm -hmm. paw on my lap and pull until I reach down and pet him. But I did learn this week you can't do that.
1: Right. For the longest time, we thought, oh my gosh, he's so cute. cute. He's (laughs) telling us he wants us to pet him. And, you know, apparently we're just teaching him really bad habits.
0: Yeah. Not good. But what a dog does do is it makes you feel fully accepted no matter how dumb, <laughs> that no matter all the dumb things you say or Doesn't do, matter. your they dog love still you. loves you. Mm-hmm. And I just love that. So anyways, thank you, Rocky, for that. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. What we are talking about, though, is overcoming Christmas chaos. As I said at the beginning, it's just so sad that the month of December, what it does is it just taxes... Relationships that are already vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So, relationships that are already where you've got some conflict going on, you've got unresolved issues deep in the past, you've got uh, resentment and hurt that's never been properly processed through. Then the month of December comes and you've got all the extra stuff. Now, you know, I love December. I think it's the best time of year between uh, Thanksgiving and New Year's. I think that's the best time of year. At the same time, it's the busiest time of year. Mm -hmm. So, you have to be proactively not busy. Yeah. Because there's so much stuff. And now our boys always play basketball, and we've got one in college, we've got one in uh, high school, and there's always basketball tournaments. Right. I mean, it's a Thanksgiving tournament, then it's a Christmas tournament, then it's a New Year's tournament. So, for Tori and I, we are always, always, always busier in December. So, we have to proactively try to stay away from the busyness. But when you think about uh, Christmas chaos, I think about how Satan loves chaos. Right, Right? because it leads to conflict. Mm. And what he does is he uses conflict to tear us apart because he thrives on disconnection. But God, on the other hand, uses conflict to actually draw us together because he created connection. So God uses conflict to actually be the thing that strengthens you. Mm. So God created our bodies, right? So when we want to actually build and grow our bodies and make them stronger, the one thing that we have to do is we have to tax them. We have to put them through strenuous workouts and exercise, and that actually breaks down our muscle. But when you have proper rest, your muscle then builds back up. Then you work out again, it breaks them down. You rest enough time, it builds it up, and you just break down, build up, break down, build up, and the next thing you know, you got a strong body. The same is true in relationships. You're going to experience conflict, and that conflict is the breaking down process. But as you work through it and then you get some rest from conflict, your relationship gets stronger and stronger. So what Satan does is he uses the busyness of December – to agitate that conflict and to create a mess yeah. that is very difficult for people to get out of. And it's not just December that messed it up, but it's the whole year. And then December basically is the cherry on the top. So right. January 2nd, people are filing for divorce yeah. at an all time high. Right. So you got people on January 2nd that are starting their life goals, you know, like, okay, th- my New Year's resolutions, we're starting all over. And then you've got a handful of them that are also filing for divorce yeah which is crazy isn't that sad
1: it's so sad but But really it kind of boils down to you don't have the appropriate amount of rest
0: yeah Yeah, that's exactly right and so we're going to share four keys that are going to help you experience that rest in the midst of the mess hey that that could rhyme too right it could except that mess doesn't have a t on the end
1: it's so close messed
0: and rest
1: just kind of say it quick
0: yeah But our book, Beauty and Battle, Winning in Marriage by Waging a War, the beauty of marriage is discovered when a couple chooses to no longer fight against each other in a personal war, but alongside one another in a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. And that's how fighting together draws you together. So you're recognizing Satan uses conflict to tear you apart. God uses conflict to draw you together. Mm -hmm. So there's no use in trying to run from the conflict. There's no use in trying to run from Christmas and, and all the chaos of it. What you can do is you can lean into it. So so today what we are going to talk about real quick is what can you do to make sure that you draw closer together during December rather than further apart. So you ready, Tor? I'm ready. Okay, you're ready. Okay, so here's four keys. Number one, number one, embrace the chaos. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is don't run from the chaos. Recognize that yeah, it is gonna be a little chaotic. It's gonna be a little hectic, but you have to embrace it. Mm-hmm. So here's what I encourage you to do. Go watch a few movies. Specifically, um, Jingle All the Way and Home Alone. Yes, and not Home Alone Two, but Home Alone, where you're watching just all the chaos when the families come together. <laughs> right. They're all staying in the same house. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. I mean, it's hilarious. That's the one with Sinbad. You know, it, is that the wrong one? I don't know. Is, is it not know. Jingle All the Way? Yeah, with Sinbad and um, oh Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they're fighting each other, and they're they're looking to oh, get yes, the uh, yes. the toy for the kid. They're both like trying to get it, but it's just so chaotic. And then you're watching Home Alone and it's nothing but chaos. And we get together and we watch those movies and we laugh hysterically. But at the end of those movies, especially Home Alone, what it does is shows you that in the midst of the chaos, what was really important was their family was together and now they've had a memory. Yeah, You know, so I would say, number one, embrace the chaos. Part of family mm-hmm. in the holidays is learning to laugh at the absolute Chaos.
1: It's so that's so good. It's so true. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but I I bought my dad this little plaque at an antique mall years ago, and the quote on it says, um, "We were we together. were together." I forget the rest, and I love that quote so much because that's exactly kind of what you have to do during Christmas time. Like there, like we just had the um, the kids from college home, so we had our whole family together, and it was just kind of chaos. Yeah. And there's, you know, in, in there's a little bit of stress, you're trying to like, kind of,
0: that's because Trey thinks that every time he's home, he has to invite every one of his (laughs) high school friends over. (laughs) Oh my
1: goodness. He has to like get, get in all these, you know, all these friends and, and it's just, yeah, kind of pandemonium. And, but it's like at the end of it, you, you kind of have to embrace that. we were together. I forget the rest. Like nothing else really matters. It was a little chaotic, but you know what? It was really fun. We were together.
0: Yeah. And so that's, I think that if we don't embrace it and we're like, oh my gosh, it's so chaotic in here. It's so crazy. It's not going the
1: way I wanted. I had envisioned this, this, and this. Yeah. Like, you know, you prepare the best that you can, but it doesn't look exactly the way that you had, you know, imagined in your mind. And and you you get so disappointed with that. And even like with our Christmas tree, we're like, we're all going to go get a Christmas tree. It's our tradition. And then it kind of like. (laughs) fell apart really? because trey got sick
0: yeah and Allie ended up telling us that when she came home for the holidays for over thanksgiving that she decided to take a, a few shifts at clean juice yes, and yes. i'm like wait wait you took shifts at she's clean like juice? i need
1: money i had no money and we're like oh i'll pay you girl <laughs> yeah.
0: no we can't go get a christmas tree you know so but that so embrace the conflict is key number one yeah. key number two is drop your agenda yes which is exactly what tori yeah. was talking about in like, december she's
1: make the best of this
0: yeah, there's there's so many parties and things to get ready for. Mm-hmm. So prepare for things to not go right. You know, so we yeah. had to pivot. Yep, we did. We pivoted. It's so, a constant pivot. Yeah, and and that's that allowed Tori and I to actually make a new memory. So we typically go get a Christmas tree on the day uh, after Thanksgiving, but because of Trey's basketball schedule in the last few years, we had to drop that to Thanksgiving Day. So th- excuse me, Thanksgiving night. Right. So at night we go get Thanksgiving. And we always watch Home Alone. Yeah. Well, when we watch Home Alone, we've always bought really fine cheese pizza. Yes, Because right?
1: Yes, because every time, um, whatever the, the little boy's name is,
0: Macaulay Culkin, well, uh, Kevin is? McAllister. Kevin.
1: Every time Kevin says, "My own cheese pizza, just for me." Oh yeah. We all are like,
0: we, we got to eat it. We
1: got to eat. We need pizza. Like every, suddenly, but good pizza. Yeah. Not like and Papa so, John's. For the last, I don't know, five years, we. Buy a really good cheese pizza, and we try to, to time it to where when uh-huh. when that line comes, we we're all eating cheese pizza.
0: Yeah, but then you you have to drop your agenda because that's the goal. You know, here I am thinking last year was our first year where we had to do the go get the Christmas tree on Thanksgiving night, and uh, we started watching Home Alone after we got the Christmas tree. And the next thing you know, I'm looking for places to get pizza, and nothing is open. Yeah,
1: Thanksgiving night, nothing is open. So no. we had
0: to pivot. I forget what we did but I, I was so I think I,
1: I just like started making, I had like, um, frozen pizzas or something.
0: It was, it was not good. But, um, if, if Tori and I were not in a good place, then there, there could have been like, you know, little grenades launched. Mm-hmm. Tori could have said, well, you should have known that we shouldn't try to do this tradition. You know, we've never done this tradition without eating pizza, you know, and, and but yet by God's grace, we weren't. So what we did this year was on Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, we went to a really nice pizza place, got a couple pizzas. We told them, undercook the pizzas, Right. and we brought them home, put them in the refrigerator. Yep. And then the next night, we put them in the oven, and it was perfect.
1: Yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah, it was great. But the whole key in terms of not allowing the uh chaos of Christmas to tear you apart, but to allow you to have it draw you together, is dropping your agenda. Yep. So just... Don't worry if the party doesn't work out exactly as you wanted Mm -hmm. and you're having all those people over. Just don't get all married to that stuff. Just drop your agenda. Enjoy relationship. Yeah. Okay. So we
1: were together. I forget the rest. I
0: like that quote. So it's embrace the chaos. Drop your agenda. Number three, get into a magical mindset.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Now, this one helps so much because as kids, you know, we love the lights and music Mm -hmm. and sound and smells. And then we grow up and we just like we get over it. And I think one of the things that's really helped Tori and I during Christmas to help us with the, all the chaos of it is that we're doing everything we can to create those moments again and, and like making our house, a, a f, like in a fun Christmas mood, Yeah. like, like the, the proper lighting, mm-hmm. you got to get low level lighting. Look, I'm not saying you have to light candles everywhere, although candles are a good touch. Just don't leave them on. <laughs> Make sure you blow them out before you leave the house. But getting some good low-level lighting in your house, like little tiki lights or whatever that you can do, along with a little fireplace, if you've got one of those, if you don't have a fireplace, just put the fireplace app on your TV yep. and get you t- get the TV yeah. with the fireplace. It's mm-hmm. got little crackles. And then put some soft music on, like Kenny G, Yeah, you know, a little Christmas album, Kenny G. And then just just make your house a magical place. Yeah. And then just talk about fun Christmas stuff. Yeah.
1: It just reminds me of that quote that leadership is the ability to create an appetite in another person. Oh, yeah. And that, as parents, that's our job. It's like, let's create an atmosphere, an appetite yeah. for the, a magical experience. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. And that includes movies. And one of the things that can really unlock that, especially as your kids get older, but um, at least with the family, but specifically for you too, as a couple, uh, you and your spouse, is watch old Christmas family videos. Like videos that you had from Christmases in the past and just watch them and just laugh hysterically, Mm -hmm. you know, and that begins to create that little magical mindset. So don't lose that magical mindset, but here's the last one. And I want to park on this because this one is specifically focused for you and your spouse. Okay. So if our first three are embrace the chaos, drop your agenda, and then get into a magical mindset, the fourth, and it's so incredibly important is focus on couple traditions, so, couple traditions. It's not just family traditions, but yeah. it's actually traditions that you do as a married couple, and you're going to use the the month of December for that. So, start talking about certain movies that you'll watch together. Now, you, granted, you're going to have family movies that you're going to do, or where you're going to get into a new series. So, yeah. the month of December is when we're going to watch an entire series together.
1: Yeah, that's so fun. Just
0: pick one and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Tori and I have did this a lot. We haven't done this in a little bit. We actually might need to do it tonight because it's getting pretty cold today, but, uh, take freeze walks. Yes. Where yeah, you just that, you go out when it's below freezing and bundle, bundle up, and up, just walk.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was something that we started when Trey was little. Cause he, yeah. he was kind of colicky a little bit when he was a baby. And the thing that he loved most, cause right around, you know, he was just a couple months around winter time and he loved, when we'd bundle him up yeah. and put him in a little jogger stroller and he wouldn't say a peep and oh, we'd we go for it. hours And so that was kind of like, that's where it began where we started really enjoying bundling up and going on freeze walks. And now we always, we always do it with our kids. We're like freeze walk or we'll go on the golf cart and do a freeze, a freeze drive.
0: It's just funny how our kids like that. They like all bundling up now because when every one of our kids were younger, we would take them on freeze walks and now they just love it. Mm -hmm. You know, Lundy even came to us the, just today actually, and said, um, Dad, take us go looking at Christmas lights in your truck and we'll get in the back with blankets with blankets, yeah. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You know, I was like, oh, that's fun. We can do that. But taking freeze walks, you know, just you and your spouse. And again, I'm, I'm focusing on specifically doing it in December as a couple. What you guys can do that's fun, that will actually draw you together rather than tear you apart, because it is going to get chaotic in December Um, here's something that one couple did and they said that actually really worked was keep a love journal just for the month of December. So the husband, they they had a blank journal. The husband would write a little love note or something that he appreciated about his wife and then he'd leave it for her. And then that night she'd read it and then she'd write him one and then he'd read it the next day. And then they would go back and forth. Day after day. So then at the end of December they had thirty days, you know, fifteen cool. each yep. of little love things together. That's cool. So like Tori, that. you can be proactive and just start that one if you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh but one that I really love because we're talking about focusing on couple traditions, like creating traditions that just you and your spouse do in the month of December. Take a Christmas day trip alone.
1: Yeah.
0: Day trip. Like once the kids are at school, um, just take a take a day trip. Go go somewhere, like Tori and I was it last year i think it was on december 9th or something it was like on a monday morning and we decided we were just going to go to uh forget where did we blowing go rock? blowing rock yes we went to blowing rock and we found this really cool restaurant and did a little so bit of a fun. hike and then yeah. got back before the, the kids, kids got out of practice yeah. mm-hmm. you know obviously if you've got a job you're going to have to you know proactively think two weeks from now you got to take a day off or whatever but just do a christmas day trip alone and and you guys just find some antique place you know yeah, like
1: one of our favorite things to do is to go around christmas time is to go to the antique mall because they're always, decorated, they're to always the decorated for christmas and they always have christmas music it's just old school it, you're in your feels in an antique mall yeah i love it so we need to do that like this week
0: <laughs> what's crazy too is i'm sitting there walking around you know just taking it all in you know and, and in order to um be fully present in a moment. And I've shared this with you guys several times. You have to engage the five senses or at least as many of the senses as you can, you know, take in the sights, take in the sounds, take in the smells, take in the, the way things feel, yeah. you know, like a present wrapped in your, you know, wrapped up and you feel it, you know, the, the paper yeah. and how soft it is. And then, you know, the taste. Yeah. So I'm walking around the, the antique mall. I'm taking it all in. Yeah. I'm looking for dark chocolate because I want to get into the taste and Tori's like, okay, honey, what do you think about this? We could we could get this, you know, like old timey phone for Lundy so she could play Office. I'm like, this. Are you, oh, you're here to shop. Oh, okay, got it.
1: You know? Oh, I'm definitely there to shop. Of
0: course. So, those four things. Um uh, Tori, and I just wanna share with you that yeah,
1: it's just it's so important to have your thing like it's yeah. so easy to like have your traditions with your kids and then you kind of like lose your thing uh-huh. with your spouse. One of the things that we love to do is um watch what's the movie that we watch every time i'm rapping i'm rapping oh
0: my gosh, Tori, what raps uh I think it's usually around December 20th or 21st. Yeah.
1: Some, yeah somewhere around there. It's
0: during the day she raps presents and I watch die hard.
1: Yeah. And so that's like been our tradition. That's our thing. It's yeah. Like, I'm going to be rapping. So you, you're, you're going to be watching and I'm, you know, not really even paying attention to yeah. the movie, but it's so fun. Like it, that's our thing. That's what we do.
0: You can watch it on vid angel. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to listen to the, to the language, yeah, there's some
1: language for sure.
0: But we, we um, we got into the series Manifest, although, you he know, kind of they, they got a, a couple weird, this, scenes yeah. that went gay on us. <laughs> it was a little crazy, but we got into that. They released season four. So Tori and I have started that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can also watch that on VidAngel as well. But,
1: but have something that's your thing. Yeah. Like, this is what we do. This is our thing that we do together.
0: And, and when the chaos happens, just embrace it, mm-hmm. drop your agenda get yourself into a magical mindset and really focus in on some traditions that you guys can do as a couple. And then what happens at December mm-hmm. is that you're not going to be visiting the divorce attorney on January 2nd. <laughs> How about the that? Grace
1: of God. You know, one thing too, um, just on a practical level, stress is tied to the amount of decisions you have to make. Yes, that is so so On a true. practical level, like during December, just... Sometimes you just got to make a decision, go with it. My mom always has said that to me, make a decision, go with it. Like mm. don't overthink, just, you know, like just figure, figure out what you want. Ask, bring the Holy Spirit into it. I'm always like, God, why, you know, I'm kind of getting stuck on this. I, I, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to, you know, can you help me just make a decision? Cause I want to make the yeah. decision and move on because I don't yeah. want to just sit here and feel like, Oh, make, I could be so regretful. What if I make the wrong decision? It just, it's, it, it becomes silly really. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna make a decision and I'm gonna move on because I'm not going to get all tied up and stressed out because it really does affect your relationships. Let's just be honest. Like stress affects your relationship probably more than any other, just Mm. on a practical level thing. And so be aware of, you know, of the decisions that you're making and make a decision and move on.
0: That is, I mean, honestly, that's like gospel. You need to really listen to what she just said because in December you're thinking about all the presents that you got to buy and it's all just decision after decision after decision. And it is true that stress is tied to the number of decisions that you make on a daily basis. If you want to lessen your stress, obviously there's other things that you can do, but if you want to lessen your stress, you need to lessen the number of decisions that you make. Yeah. So pick out the shoes and buy them.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't
0: sit there and compare for like three days on which shoes it's, just buy the dadgum shoes and get yeah. a gift receipt. Yeah. Your kid will be fine. <laughs> like They'll turn it back in anyway. Yeah. Just be done with the decision. And that really will help you guys get along so you're not fighting all the time.
1: That's right. All right. right. So we got to close this thing down.
0: We're closing it down. Are you going to do a recipe? Okay.
1: So yes. Um, so this is not my own, but it is such a great recipe. It's super easy. It's called a sheet pan recipe. And it's the lazy genius. Okay. And she is the lazy genius. Like she's all about...
0: She's a lazy butt.
1: <laughs> she's all about um, making things simple. Okay. And um, so... Th- I love sheet pan recipes. I actually don't do many at all, but this one just works so incredibly well. It's delicious. You get your veggies, your meat. It's it's all in one sheet. Okay. And um, basically all that you do is you take... Um, chicken thighs bone in skin yeah. on chicken thighs oh, yeah, those, those are good. things are so good if you crisp that
0: time. outside it's yes. really good
1: oh it's so good and then you just chop like a ton of veggies you can do uh, you got to be careful of, with the veggies that you choose because some burn easily like green beans or yeah. asparagus asparagus they tend to burn um
0: or some veggies give your husband really okay. bad gas like I knew, brussels sprouts I
1: yeah I knew exactly before you even opened your mouth oh, say that just so awesome um, so asparagus or not asparagus um brussels sprouts work really well cauliflower carrots um but you could do you can do any veggies i did asparagus they just burnt a little bit because they're thin um but the chunkier the better anyways all you do is you take that chicken thigh those chicken thighs chop a ton of veggies you put the chicken thigh on top of the veggies so So, it's like the fat is what kind of crisp is what um it's crisp. The yeah, it's like you you need a little bit of oil, but you really don't need too much oil because that fat drips onto the Ooh. the veggies and crisps them up. Oh my gosh. And um, so like the the trick is that once you put, well, you're gonna like salt and pepper underneath the skin, and then you take paper towel and you pat down the skin. Mm. And it ma- makes it a huge difference.
0: Oh yeah! If you don't pack, that's why it's too watery, right?
1: Yeah, it just absorbs that water, and then you throw. It's like you bake it at like five hundred. I think it's for forty or fifty minutes. I'll um I'll I'll share the uh, the link to the yeah. Lazy Genius where you can you can print it out. But um yeah, you just you just throw that thing in the oven for like forty minutes. Done. Yeah. Boom! Dinner Boom is on sauce. the table. It's like such a good chicken dinner.
0: Yeah, it is. Winner, winner,
1: chicken dinner. Yeah, buddy.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, and Tori did make this, and it was astounding.
1: I've made it several times. Y'all like it pretty, pretty good. So
0: yeah, and it's even good like eight days later.
1: <laughs> I don't think that you can eat chicken eight days. Like, Although I had if a nervous you did, twitch. That might after be that. why your stomach is not doing. <laughs> maybe so good. not eight
0: days later. Three days. Well, two days maybe. I don't think you can eat chicken after three days. Can you? I don't know. Look. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we are hygienic. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with us overcome the Christmas chaos, okay? See you guys don't, next week. Don't keep fighting. Or,
1: yeah.
0: We'll yeah. See you sometime yeah, soon. Whenever. <laughs> Love you. <ya. laughs> Bye. Bye.